been said that a guy only gets three great women in his life. I had all of mine by the time I was 25. But maybe that ain't true. And I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, what's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 2, Episode 11. I know it's been a long time since uh, I've done anything. Um, I think um, May 15th is my last upload, which is um, the longest that I've gone um, since I've started this podcast. And uh, I... You know, I work. I worked through a lot of different things over the last few months, and um, <clears throat> I think that I've gotten to a point to where uh, life is starting to feel a little bit normal again. And um, you know, I, I've gotten there through um, therapy. I've done a lot of therapy in the last year, um, and that's you know myself and my kids. Uh, my, um, we had, uh, an, in- an incident in January with, I suppose, um, myself and my youngest daughter. Um, I was struggling really hard in January and, um, uh, um, I went to the doctor and, um, talked to the doctor about that she told me about this program that they had because there's such a long list or a long waiting period to get back to get into a a regular therapist that they had just started this program that to kind of bridge that gap when you're waiting for a regular therapist where they have one that you just go to until you get your regular therapist um and uh i i got a therapist and um uh had an incident with one of my with my youngest where it kind of became evident that um, all of us need to get back in so I scheduled an appointment for her Um, it was kind of urgent so I got her in actually the next day and when she was in I was talking to the therapist Uh, I got in right after her in fact Um, and then uh, she scheduled all three kids um, the next week and uh I was going to schedule myself, and I went to schedule myself, and she said, oh, no, you're next. And so all three kids and I started therapy um, towards the end of January, and um, uh, we went a few times, and um, uh, my son, uh, my so the way that it worked is my three kids would go in first, 
and do their therapy session and then I would go in after them and she would catch me up a little bit on you know on how the kids are doing you know what she can say because there's a lot of stuff she can't but the stuff that she could say she was she would tell me um about and uh she said I think I don't I, I think your son is just he's either just not ready or he's doing fine because he's not really uh um acting like a like a kid who's struggling so uh, my girls and I kept going um and uh yeah through therapy I did a crazy thing called brain spotting and maybe someday I'll talk about it but it's really um it's it's a uh I'm 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 not sure if you've heard of EMDR and I I don't know whether or not those are the exact same thing or not but when she was explaining EMDR to me uh it sounded a lot like brain spotting which is what I ended up doing and um man it changed my life and uh if anybody uh goes to a therapist and that therapist is uh recommending EMDR or brain spotting that I would I would highly recommend it um it can be a little tough but uh once you come out of it uh or at least when when I came out of it I was I was changed and um I saw the world kind of the way that I saw it before my wife passed away uh so yeah uh, brain spotting slash EMDR is uh I'm, I'm I'm definitely a believer in that um since switch jobs you know I've always been in commercial casework which uh, is um, I suppose decorative wall panels uh, kitchen basically cabinet work for commercial buildings um, reception desks and things like that uh, and um, I I have recently got out of it and now I'm on the lighting side of it so I'm working with a company that does LED lighting and I love it it's uh, um, it's the first place that I've probably ever worked in my life where it just felt right and you know the people that work in my building are amazing and they're all super passionate about what they do and it makes it easy to be um, to feel the same way everybody else does about what we do when everybody feels the same way and um so yeah um change of change of uh life big time i guess um and uh things are starting to turn around for us you know uh one of the one of the one of the difficult things when I, I suppose it, it's not just with um, you know losing your wife when when your wife passes away, but I suppose even you know people who go through divorce. Um, one of the difficult things about uh, that is is you know whether or not you're going to date, and um, it's. Uh, you know, for somebody who's been out of that game for as long as I have, I'm, I mean, you know, we're talking, you know, my wife and I were married for 20, almost 21 years. Uh, we dated for uh, about three and a half years before we got married. So, um, you know, it's been 
uh, almost 24 years since, uh, or yeah, 24 years since, um, since I ever dated. And, you know, the dating world has changed a lot since, uh, since, since I was single, you know, you know, when, when I was single, Tinder was the fourth floor at the Mall of America where all the bars are. And now, uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of online dating, and I, I I don't like it. I mean, I think it feels ugly. I think that there's a, a lot of just quick judging, and um, and I and 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 I, and I don't like it. It just kind of feels dirty, I, you know. So. I, I don't do it, and I like I, I'm not going to say that I didn't try it because I did, and uh, I probably downloaded a dating app probably three times, and within three or four days I deleted it. Um, so, you know, I guess you know some of you people out there might have uh, might have better luck with it. I just I just didn't like it. Um, I think part of it is. Um, I think it's kind of, it's, it's ugly for dudes, first of all, and I think it's even uglier for girls because there's a lot of, you know, bad guys out there and, um, a lot of fakers and, um, uh, I don't know how to put it, but there's just bad, bad dudes on there and girls have to try to figure out who those are and I'm not necessarily sure whether or not they find out in time and so I don't know there may I don't know I don't know how you fix that but uh the way that I fix it is just not doing it um I have I have gone on dates um and um and it's 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 been all right it still feels a little awkward and weird and I feel like I'm doing something bad and um, I, I, I guess I'm still trying to decide whether or not it's even something that I want to talk about and um, uh, but uh, I suppose that I've had a little bit of success and That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. You know, when I was younger, uh, dating was super e- easy for me. In fact, probably too easy. You know, I I lived in a you know like if if you've listened to this podcast, you knew that, know that I grew up in a small town in Colorado, and um, you know there's 50 kids, about 50 kids in my grade, and we all kind of grew up together and. Um, even you know the, the 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 older and underclassmen uh, that were you know close to my age, um, you, you 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 dated people that you've known for a long time, and uh, you know sometimes I worked out, sometimes it didn't. When uh, I left Colorado and uh, moved to Minnesota, 
it was a whole new world for me because, first of all, I grew up in a mostly uh, Chicano town in Colorado, and so uh, everybody that I hung out with was Mexican, and uh, the culture was a, a large part of my life. And then I moved to a big town, you know, 50 kids in Colorado, 350 kids in my grade in Minnesota, and it was... Uh, a lot of white kids and a lot of rich white kids and I I didn't know you know how to how to act around them and so it took me a little while to learn but uh, um, uh, you know the one benefit to that is I was a new kid in town and there was a lot of very pretty girls and so I dated a lot in high school and uh, the couple of years that I was still in Wilmer after I graduated and um, I was probably one of those guys on that I'm afraid uh, that I worry about girls who are on Tinder. I was I didn't really have their best interest in mind, and I and um, I probably you know hurt some people along the way, and you know people that I wish that I hadn't, and I'm you know maybe broke some hearts back then that. Uh, I wish I hadn't, and um, uh, I, th- I think it. I think I didn't really realize that until I had um, daughters of my own, and it's hard to um, look at uh, women the same way after you have daughters. You know, you you, you know that that's that's somebody's baby girl, and that. Um, you know, at one time they were, you know, believed in uni- unicorns and princesses and fairy tales and uh, a prince charming. And so I, I don't want to be the type of guy who's going to ruin that for a girl. And um, I, I probably you know, been pretty bad at it my for most most of my life. Um but um you know, I guess I can't change who I was. I can only change who I am. And um I'm 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 still working on being a being a good guy. I think I think for the most part, you know, uh, I am. I, you know, after my wife passed away, I said I will never get married again, and I, 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 I'm not sure where where I stand on that anymore. You know, I don't know whether or not marriage is in my future, um, but I I do know that. Uh, I want uh, I want to love somebody again, and 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 I want somebody to love me again in 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 a in a way that only uh, a couple can love each other, and that's different than the way that you love your family. It's different than the way that you love your friends. It just feels different, and um, and. Uh, 
I guess I guess I, 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 I want that feeling again um, you know it's really hard for me because even when I wasn't the, the greatest I loved big and I think that I thought um, a, a lot of the times when I dated somebody um, I was hoping for that and I I probably acted like it you know like I was there hoping that I would be there and some sometimes it didn't happen and um, it it, uh, it really, um, you know, hurt a lot of people. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, and I don't even know if I've mentioned this, but, uh, there's a, there's a movie called The Bronx Tale. And, uh, this kid befriends a mob boss and there's a scene on that movie where the mob boss and him are driving in the car and the mob boss is giving him advice on women. And he says, you know, a guy gets three great women in his life. And he says, uh, unfortunately, I had all of mine before I was 18, you know. Um, so um, you know, looking back, I thought, you know, I knew who, who that I had already had, had three great women and I was like after April passed away I was like eh, that's it I've had my three it's not gonna happen again you know I had my first one when I was 18 years old you know and like a lot of first loves you you give it all and um you love unconditionally and you think it's that simple that it's just if I love her uh she'll love me and this'll be one of those stories that you hear about, you know, when you see, you know, one of your friends whose mom and dad have been married since they were in high school, and uh, they still love each other. Um, it didn't work out that way, and I think we both took turns breaking each other's heart, and it took me a long time, you know, to... to um, get over that I think part of it is um, uh, for a while there it, we just kind of popped in and out of each other's lives and um, yeah, it just took me a little bit longer I suppose than most people to, to move on from that uh, I'm not saying that I didn't date other girls after her because I did and uh, uh, I think that it may have had a little bit to do with me being the bad boy and just not um, having good intentions. Uh, and then, you know, my second, I had moved to the cities. I met a girl who was, you know, beautiful and probably way out of my league. But for some reason, uh, she loved me and... Uh, we lived together for about a year and a half, and that ended horribly. And um, um, and uh, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot about you know living with 
with somebody that you love, um, and I, I and I and I and I think she did too because we both went into it, and it was our, you know, first time doing something like that, and so um, I learned a lot, and it was like I said, it didn't end very well, but um, crazy enough, even despite as hard as it was. Uh, we still ended up being friends, and in fact, um, my friendship with her almost um, ruined my relationship with my wife, who was my number three. And uh, I, uh, when my wife and I first started dating, she came to see me at work, and my ex-girlfriend was had just left because she, <coughs> she worked at the mall and. Um, we would always just stop in and say hi, and it was nothing more than that. Um, but um, my wife came in. This is before we were mar- married, and before we were, I suppose, even really dating. It was just kind of the beginning part of dating. And she came in to see me, and my ex had just left, and I thought it was done because my wife was like, I don't know. I, I don't think she talked to me for a couple of weeks after that, so I thought it was over. And um, but it, thank goodness, it didn't end, and we ended up getting married. We have three wonderful children together, and it wasn't always easy. But I don't know, if, you know, how many people are married to somebody for twenty years, and it's always easy. Um, and, and, and then, and then, and then she passed away, and so. You know, part of my uh, process after she left is, well, I had my three. I don't want to have to do that again. And um, uh, um, that's that. And like I said, I don't... I think that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of silver linings to my wife passing and a lot of those silver linings are reconnecting with a lot of old friends and um, part of part of what's cool about that is seeing the people that they've become in the time that they weren't in your lives and catching up on the things that have happened in their lives since then and uh, the amazing things that they've done and the types of people that they've become and um, and that that love you know that you had for those people when you were young is still there and it hasn't changed Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing about life and it's unfortunate that you know for my in my situation that it took my wife um dying to find that out you know you know I was talking um, one of my podcasts is about my friend Mike who passed away uh, in February of 2020 and we'd always talked about getting back together and we never did and um, the the the, the silver lining is is a lot of those types of relationships that I had with people when I be, when I was young are back and I talk to a lot of people uh, 
from my younger days every week and it's it's um it's been good and uh, I don't know if, if if you have people like that that you grew up with that you haven't talked to in a long time or even you know people that you 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 dated at one time um that you shared this you know special time together I don't think that it is a I, I guess I think it's probably in your best interest to try to reconnect with those people and if anything you, you, you get the benefit of finding out who they are and where they've been and how their life turned out and really I mean so far it's been pretty amazing to find that out and it's been a it's been a a real a pretty cool journey um so I don't know what my future is when it comes to whether or not I'm gonna be with somebody um you know for the rest of my life I hope so I don't know whether or not that means getting married but I don't want to to wake up and be alone and uh, and, and I'm not sure what that looks like you know when my kids are all grown and out of the house I don't want to live by myself I don't want to share uh, the, the, the remainder of my life by myself. I want to share that with somebody. And, you, you know, what's, what has kind of scared me about that is I don't want to, you know, have to bury somebody again. And um, I... I think that's the sacrifice that you take. You know, if you... If you love somebody... And... Um, you you don't want to be alone. And they feel the same way. I think you just do it and... Uh, ride it out together and... You know, somebody's gonna is gonna um, is gonna have to do you know you know what I did when 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 April passed away, and I think that that love's worth it, and the, the, the memories and the things that you share with the, with that person are are worth it are worth anything that you that you go through uh to get there but that's just how i feel um and it's been a uh it's been a long road for me to get to where i feel that way I'm, you know I, i'm not saying that's how i'm always going to feel because life is is always throwing you curveballs and it changes, you know, the way that you work, and it's just where I am now. So, 
I don't know, if I was going to give you any recommendation after, after all of this, I'd be like, don't be afraid to love. Uh, especially don't for, be afraid to love the people that you knew when you were young. And um, get out there and experience the world, experience people. And um, yeah, that's all I got. So, just again, I want to thank you for listening to me um, ramble on. I didn't really, again, I didn't really put anything together for this one. I just started recording and started talking. So, if it sounds like I've kind of been all over the place, well, that's why. Um, but again, thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. And um, that's it. My name is JC, and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out.